this just in, a weird tentacle is coming out of the water. But I'm sure it's fine. Okay, I just got updated. Apparently that weird tentacle is now this weird lizard thing, but it's only in the water. I'm sure it's not going to go on land anytime soon. Wait, okay, now it's on land, but it doesn't have any arms. So I think we're good. Oh, no, wait, now it's a giant dinosaur, but it's going very slow. Oh, no, now it has lasers. Oh, shit. <sighs> well, I guess this week we're going to find out. Is Shin Godzilla a good movie? Welcome back to our podcast, where every week we're on a quest to carry the best movie collection. In a time when your favorite movies are constantly fluctuating through multiple streaming services, it's important to decide which movie has earned a spot in the collection. So you join us every week as we ask the question, but is it a good movie? I'm your host, Ish, and with me is the co-host, Nick. That's me. And thank God I have this movie on Blu-ray, because this movie is not streaming anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you could buy it. Um, maybe like on Prime, I didn't really check. But I remember since, like, the first, like, day this movie came out on Blu-ray, I don't think it ever went on, like, Netflix or Hulu or any of those, like, major streaming services, really. I don't really follow monster movies that much, but I don't think I would have saw it anywhere in, like, where I was, like, watching all of my streaming shit. So. Yeah. So, this we watched Shin Godzilla, a... Like, a new iteration of the classic movie monster. And we haven't seen, like, a proper Toho-produced Godzilla movie in years. Like, over a decade. Years, baby. <laughs> years. Uh, before we go too into this movie, how familiar are you with, like, Godzilla as a whole? Uh, we're not tight at all. Like, no. I, don't, I don't hate him, but, like, <laughs> we ain't homies. Okay. How many... Do you know how many Godzilla movies you've seen? Do the new ones count? Yeah. So those. Just the new ones? <laughs> yeah, just those. Um, i seen the King Kong. Mm-hmm. And then when Godzilla gets his own movie with uh, Brian Cranston. Okay. The girl from Stranger Things. The 2014 one. And, and the then when one. they fight. Did you ever see the Matthew Broderick one? The one from the 90s? No. No? Maybe? I don't know. That's the one where he's in New York, but he looks nothing like Godzilla. I don't think so. I don't think I've seen that one. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Like I said, we ain't homies. I don't hate them, but we just don't like... Dude, that movie is notorious for being terrible, but I really enjoy it because I saw it as a kid. You know, I feel like you would just like anything because like, you love monster movies, so yeah. like, Godzilla's like your wheelhouse. I feel like they can't really do too much... Dude, wrong. That movie has Matthew Broderick, and he's like a worm scientist. <laughs> and so, like, the government's like, hey, you do weird shit with worms. Help us solve this Godzilla case. That's a weird profession to have and then to fight Godzilla. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's such a, it's such an interesting movie. Um, I guess, like, my personal experience with, like, Godzilla, I've always liked, um, like, like how we said last week, monster movies as a whole. And Godzilla is, like, one of the best monster movies there possibly is. But, um, funny enough, uh, when I was a wee lad, I actually really liked that 1998 Godzilla movie, the really bad one that everyone hates. So I went to the library to rent it, and I accidentally rented 
a movie called Godzilla 2000, which is a Japanese movie. And I was very confused the entire time. And that's how I accidentally saw, like, the original, like, Japanese movies. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, why is, like, everyone talking really weird? Because it was, like, a dub. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that, like, your first dubbed movie experience? Yeah, it was. Nice. Yeah, I was just, like, very confused, but I kind of liked how hokey it all felt. Like, it's, like, I don't want to say they're bad movies, but they're just, like, they're different, you know? Oh, yeah. Compared to, like, American movies. Oh, my God, yeah. They have, like, a completely different style for, like, everything. Yeah, like, the pacing, the tone. This movie's pacing is so wild. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, I, do you have a lot of experience with foreign movies? Uh, not too much. Uh, like, I don't want to sound like everyone else, but, like, Parasite mm-hmm. was, like, the be-all peak okay. of when... And then uh, after that, I started watching, like, a couple more, like, Netflix and Hulu and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but, like, besides Parasite, I never went to the theaters to watch another foreign film yet. Okay. So... I think maybe I've seen, like, maybe, like, all the way through that I was really interested in, like, seven. Seven. And they're all from different, like, parts, parts of the world. Yeah. Um, even saw, like, a French-Canadian movie. Okay. And I was like, huh, that even feel- felt weird. Because, like, they're not American movies, mm-hmm. you know? Like, American movies, you know, they're either trying to be, like, super artsy mm-hmm. or, like, cash grab, like, catching your attention every 15 seconds because we can't lose you now. Yeah. You know, it's weird because I haven't seen a lot of foreign movies either. Um, and the ones that I have, I would say they are more, like, Asian-oriented. But most of them are Korean movies. I, I haven't seen a lot of Japanese movies other than Godzilla movies. Okay. And if I have, I didn't know they were Japanese because I can't really distinguish, like, the language that much between, like, Japanese and, like, uh, Chinese or Korean or anything. But... Uh, like, saying that, like, how you said, the like, the pacing's all, like, weird or wild and different, I've noticed that with Godzilla movies, but for some reason, this Godzilla movie, to be specifically, that the pacing on this one is just, like, I've never seen a movie in, like, the last ten years that is even close to this. It's so wild, because the beginning of the movie is kind of like, they just keep going and going, and it's just, like, it's, like, <laughs> meetings after meetings, and then, like, shit's progressing, and it's just, like, can I get a break? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, there was no point in this movie where I was, like, ooh, that's, this is a good opportunity to go, like, get another drink. Yeah. Even though I, I had to. I was, like, dying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it was just, like, it made fun of the whole meeting thing. I guess we'll get on in a minute, but, like, mm-hmm. the fact that, like, it was cut to, like, so many different, like, mm-hmm. scenes and stuff like that so fast. Like, characters were like, we have to do this. And yeah. then this was happening. And I was like, shit. Yeah, it, it's... It, the pacing is so insane. Uh, and we did see the dub of this movie. Because uh, I know we were going back and forth of, like, should we go see the, should we see the sub or should we see the dub? I've seen both. So this is the second time me watching the dub. And I don't want to say I regret showing you the dub because I think it's like watching any sub movie, especially a movie like that's pacing is like this fast. It would be a little intense, like trying to read all of that. Cause like, I don't know if you noticed last night when we were watching it in the dub, there's a lot of times where it's like broadcast and people are talking over each other. So when you watch the sub with the subtitles, it's just like 
text over text over text, and you're like oh, trying shit. to like keep up, and people are talking really fast. It's like you have to like 100% pay attention to like everything going on, and then like you're reading, and there's so much text, and like you're trying to focus on like what's going on on the screen. So unless you're like you're used to reading subtitles that aren't but not just like English movies with English subtitles, but like foreign movies with English subtitles, it's like it's a lot harder to actually concentrate on what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, like of all those movies I watched, like I can't say how many times like watching them in my own home, I have to pause. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I missed something, you know? Yep. Cause like I'm not trying to just sit there and read. Because mm-hmm. like my because I'm dyslexic, mm-hmm. so I misread words constantly. Yeah. So I I will read a sentence, go that's wrong, like that doesn't make any sense. And by the time my brain's trying to reread a certain mm-hmm. word or a whole sentence, whatever's on screen is now gone, and I kind of missed it. Granted, in this movie, the action part mm-hmm. there's not a lot of talking going on, so you won't yeah. miss like the big scenes essentially. But in a movie like this. I feel like the big scene, you need to know why it's happening, you know, or at yeah. least know what is leading up to it. Because like, oh, Godzilla's in the city. Okay, he's just yeah. showing it. But like, you know, if if we just kind of cut to like the cranes all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and I had no knowledge, I'd be like, this movie sucks because I have no idea what's going on. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of discussion before any action scenes on like what they're doing and why they're doing this. And like you said, if you weren't really paying attention to that and they cut to like, well, some people would be like, ah, the good parts. That's what I came here for to see Godzilla. It would just be like, what's going on? Why is nothing working? Yeah. I missed this. Also for a Godzilla movie, there was not that much Godzilla, really. No. Like there is, like he's there for like Mm -hmm. the majority of the movie, but he disappears at one point and then he kind of just like meanders his way through tokyo yeah. into tokyo and i just did not expect that i thought it was gonna be like full out rampage and Mm-mm. you know he did cause a fuckload of damage but like i did not think it was gonna be like that short of a distance yeah. i guess like see that's what a lot of godzilla movies are like that though where he barely is in the movie and that's why uh i was comparing this one to jaws because like in Jaws, you don't see the shark as much. I think, I think I read that it's like you only see the shark for twenty minutes in the entire movie, and Jaws is like two hours or something. Yeah, and similar with Shin Godzilla. I don't think you see Godzilla more than like half an hour. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you picked this one to go right after Jaws because mm-hmm. like we're still in the wheelhouse of monster movies in a uh-huh. way, but like they are very similar yeah. in structure. They're both pretty long well like shouldn't godzilla is shorter i think yeah it's like two hours two hours exact okay and they both have like they're like two segmented parts the part that's more like human based yeah and then the monster based at the mm-hmm. end and i kind of like that for these kind of movies yeah it, it is interesting um because i know like a lot of people don't like the human aspect of it because in a lot of godzilla movies and monster movies humans are just there for, like, cannon fodder, essentially. Yes. And it's like, you don't care about them, but you just need something, because if humans aren't in this movie, it's just gonna be Godzilla roaring. <laughs> yeah, and just, like, crushing structures and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like, that's cool for, like, a few minutes, but then if that's for an hour, it's like, okay, I get it, it's a monster destroying a city. <laughs> yeah. So you need a little bit of, like, a drama, or, like, something to 
like attached to something familiar you know yeah and i think that's why i think this one does a better job than like the american godzilla movie Mm -hmm. because i can't tell you pretty much almost anything that happened t-minus 15 minutes after leaving the theater yeah and i even watched in the movie theater like this i kind of remember everything i was pretty invested yeah and that was rare because i'm like (laughs) monster movies Eh, whatever. They could yeah. go out the window, and I would be like, oh, that was cool for a little bit. So, um, let's talk about the plot. Uh, so, the plot of Shin Godzilla is Godzilla comes to Tokyo. Basically. For a holiday. <laughs> this is um, the first time, I think in, like, Japanese history that they actually rebooted Godzilla. Yeah, this is the first time that they've ever seen anything like this. Yeah. Because they've made other movies where it's like, it's kind of like uh, the 2018 Halloween movie, where it's a direct sequel to the first movie, and they ignore all the other Halloween movies in between. Um, Toho's done that with other Godzilla movies, where it's like, they'll make like six or something movies, and they're like, okay, forget all that. We're make, we're rebooting the series, but we're still going to leave the first movie canon. So okay. it's like, now nah, like Godzilla 1984 is a sequel to the 1956 movie. And then, like, it'll happen a few times, and it's like, okay, we're rebooting Godzilla again. But the first movie's still canon. Okay. And they do that a lot. But for Shin Godzilla, not even the first movie's canon anymore. This is, like, start from scratch. Yeah. Like, a a whole new series, a whole new Godzilla. And this one is just, like, completely different than anything we've seen before. He's way more, I don't want to say violent or aggressive, but he's just more simple-minded. Like, he's just a force of nature. Yeah, he is definitely, like, what I think about when, like, like a wild animal stumbles into a city, mm-hmm. like like a bear, you know? Like, if it's not familiar with the area, it's just going to do bear things. Yeah. And everyone around it's going to freak out. Yeah. You know, here, Godzilla is kind of hatches. I don't really know. It's very vague, and there's not a lot of backstory towards him. They give us some explanation of, like, theories. Of why Godzilla is here or how he became this way. But what I like about this movie is... I like how Godzilla evolves throughout the movie. Yeah, that's like, cool. It has different s- stages, as they call it. Yeah. Um, And we... When we first see it, it's just, like, rumbling. And its tail is, that like, coming out of the ocean. And, like, a gigantic amount of blood. Yeah, blood or whatever... Is like coming out of him, which like not gonna lie, the idea that you don't know what the fuck is really happening yeah. is cool because now you're like, I want to see what happens now, mm-hmm. and it ke- and it kept me going for longer than I thought because even when you see him and he's doing weird stuff, you're like, I want to know when he's gonna do the normal Godzilla, stuff. yeah, because this he he's not ready, he's not Godzilla, mm-hmm. you know, he comes out as like a, I don't even know. It, it's like his um almost like a tadpole yeah because it is just like legs and a tail yeah and he doesn't have arms but they're like little chicken elbows yeah but he has like gills and he could only survive in the water because and that's another thing i liked about this movie is the uh the government in japan and how they're handling all of this because uh it's i don't know i'm not really that familiar with japanese politics or anything but I was reading that when this came out, a lot of Japanese people th- found it very funny because they thought this was like an entire satire on like how Japan works. 
because there's just a lot of red tape and like things that like people just can't do or say anything. They have to have meetings and then they have to have meetings for those meetings and then meetings for those meetings. Yeah. And uh, I think you said it, but I definitely agree with the, it feels like it's like a, like a split down the middle of Mm -hmm. old versus new ways and stuff like that. How like you have new younger people coming Mm -hmm. into this, like already established, like older generation style of doing things and how that like conflicted. Yeah. And like, it's, I don't want to get political, but that's happening now everywhere in the world. Oh, definitely. But I think it is cool. You know, like kind of like, here's a monster movie about it, you know? Yeah. Cause, uh, because of how like the government acts so slowly, it causes so much like damage. Like they didn't act fast enough. And even when they were, like, deciding on what to do, they were kind of, like, brushing it off in a bit. When they said, it's like, we don't even know if it's real. Like, we don't want to, like, cause any more panic or whatever. It's like, what if it's fake? Or it's like, or they get the experts in. And one of the experts is like, yeah, that footage could be fake. I don't want to put, like, my title on the line and, like, be called fake and get discredited. So he's, like, not willing to, like say if it's real or, like, what danger is there is. And then when they finally admit that, it's like, no, this is a real thing that's going on. They're like, yeah, but it probably can't go out of the water because it's it will be too heavy and it'll get, like, crushed underneath its own weight. Yeah. And it's just, like, a lot of speculation and kind of just, like, putting it down. Like, it's like, it'll sort itself out, you know? It's funny. I didn't say anything in the moment, but that line about like it be getting crushed under its own weight or whatever, uh-huh. I've heard that in another movie before, and my mind has been like going crazy. Yeah. Over that. And so I like gave it a little Google. I did not find a movie, but I have found it. that's like uh, almost like a quip people yeah. throw at like anyone who makes a monster movie. Yeah. And like it happened for Cloverfield. Someone did like a, like, a YouTube video mm-hmm. on like how. The Cloverfield monster would actually break its own legs or something. Yeah. And it went on this whole thing. And I was like, that's funny that people are, are like, yeah, but that's that part's not real. It's like, yeah. Dude, it's a monster. And that's been a thing with Godzilla. Like, people have been like, Godzilla, it's like, it's not real. Like, it would like it wouldn't be able to move, you know? It's like, <laughs> I, I guess, but it's also like, it also wouldn't be able to breathe atomic fire. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why you're like griping on like this one part of godzilla like it's like it's height and weight don't that, make sense that is funny though yeah to like think about it. it's like yeah but this fake movie mm-hmm. it's fake you know like yeah correct yeah it's but, like, but now they're job. like angry about it kind of yeah and i think that that was a joke so like that statement that's like godzilla's weight would crush him because it's like well obviously not it's out <laughs> it's yeah. not in the water anymore yeah like uh like in like horror movies like Michael Myers for example like mm-hmm. is unkillable for some reason yeah and then like I have a grape with that only for the fact well like at the start I had a grape with it now it's just normal like it's mm-hmm. just like oh that's just what happens but at the start I was like oh I thought he was like a real guy but I guess yeah. he's not see I normally don't have gripes with that like whatever he's unkillable I don't like it when they try to explain why he's unkillable um, and that happens in the curse of Michael Myers. It's like yeah. when it's like, no, it's like a secret cult thing. And he's actually like a demon. That's like, I thought he was just like a, a crazy guy. That yeah. just so happens to be very durable. Yeah, very durable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, uh, 
at least in like the Godzilla movie we watched, Shin. Shin Godzilla, yeah. Okay, I, I keep wanting to call it like something else. I don't know mm-hmm. why. But uh, I like that they don't really explain too, too much. Mm-mm. But I also want more, if that makes sense. Like, I'm yeah. glad they didn't try because then, like you said, like, perfect example. Michael Myers being like, oh, it's a voodoo cult mm-hmm. bullshit. It's like, no, man, just say he has plot armor and call yeah. it a day. Like, it's okay. Like, it's, yeah, it's because if you explain it and it sucks, mm-hmm. then you ruined it. Yeah. So, like, if they're like, actually, uh, Godzilla is an alien life form mm-hmm. from Pluto, and and it's like, it's just like this crazy tangent. It makes no sense. You're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Like, just say it's like Ninja Turtles. Ooze got poured on them, and you don't know what's in the ooze. Yeah. And they're now the Ninja Turtles. Like, that's just, that's basically what happens in this movie because they're saying how it's like he ate nuclear waste. Yeah, and that's all he's been eating for decades. That years. shit must be good. Yeah. Because uh, when the movie opens, it opens on, like, found footage of, like, the Coast Guard finding this abandoned ship. Yeah. And we don't know what the deal with that is for a long time. I thought it was a very strange opening. Yeah. And I still think it's a pretty rough one, in my opinion. And they don't explain... What happens? There's nothing wrong with the ship. It's just like it's, it's just empty. empty. Yeah, and like, but it looks like someone left. Like yeah. their shoes are placed nice. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like a suicide like note. Yeah, it's like do with this as you wish. It's uh, do as you please. Yeah, and it's just like a a note like on an envelope, and we don't know who it belongs to or anything. I think they say the guy's name, but that's it, and it's not towards like basically the end when they're like. Okay, so it was like actually like the scientist who was like mad at the Japanese government because like his wife died of like nuclear exposure, like radiation, and he was like doing research. So it's like they don't even confirm if he knew of Godzilla's existence. They're like he possibly knew that there was something going up, but it's like they don't say like if he died or if he just like disappeared like the Godzilla eat him. Yeah. Is it, this the is this the fault of it being dubbed and we missed some context? No. 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 Okay. It's just it's just like that's just how mysterious this is. I like to believe, this is my own personal theory, that he turned into Godzilla because I think that would be really funny. That would be really funny. If but he then fell into the ocean. But then that would ruin everything for me. Yeah. But at the same time, then it'd be like, okay, I want the next movie. Yeah. That would be I just think that would be really funny if it's like the directors come out, it's like he turned into Godzilla. He fell into radiation in the water. Yeah, I like to imagine that like the director got so mad mm-hmm. and everyone kept asking what happened that he's just like, it's canon now. Like, yeah. just to make people mad. That would be great. I would love that. I want something to happen to like a really big franchise like that. Is this like not explained, but it's like just because the director said so. It's mm-hmm. like or, like that's what happens. It's but like Avengers, Stanley's just dreaming the whole time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like, yeah, <laughs> Avengers doesn't happen. So about this guy, I don't even know, Mao was his name or something it's like Maki, that? It's Maki. Something Maki. Maki. So, like, we find out that someone's looking for him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, my thing is, the thing he wrote his little a suicide note on yeah. is, like, the big MacGuffin that they didn't know they needed. Yeah, it's, like, information. On and, how to fight Godzilla. And I think he left, like an or, like, an origami swan on it. Yeah. Which is also, like... Another like MacGuffin. It's like that's how they find out like what all of this means. And personally, that whole thing 
mm-hmm. really lost me. Yeah. That did not do it for me, unfortunately. I just felt like it was way too... I didn't want to say, like, perfect, but it really wasn't. Because it was mm-hmm. just like... I don't know, like... Like, just like you said, we're not even sure if he really knew Godzilla existed, I yeah. think. I don't know. I watched this literally after only having two hours of sleep, so I may have missed something. But... No. See, and that's what... So, I, without, like, giving too much away, I, I like this movie a lot. And... But I will say, like, this movie has really good pacing, and, like, it gets you really invested for the first two acts. But then after Godzilla does his, like, tantrum... In Tokyo, I think for like the majority of the third act, it loses me a little bit because it it goes on like a crawl, basically. Like even though it's only like thirty or forty minutes left of the movie, it was long. It feels like it's like an hour and a half because you're like you're hyped, right? It's like Godzilla just destroyed a bunch of shit. He saw his awesome powers, and then it's just like crawl of like the survivors, like basically like picking themselves back up and there's more like political shit going on and it's just like a lot of science talk yeah it's like a lot of research a lot of science (laughs) which one thing that they do is they throw a lot of names terms Uh and like shit out there that like they don't explain they don't over analyze shit which is nice because that'd be in our like 30 Mm. minutes probably but there's a lot where i was like why yeah why are they calling these people in or like show you just like in the beginning when they called all those like marine biologists in Mm -hmm. and they all said no thank you basically i was like what was the point of this scene but then i get it though i get why and i get why they did this whole thing at the end Mm -hmm. it was just more like we could trim the fat make this an hour and 45 minutes yeah and i think it just comes from the directors just wanting to like point out the absurdity and things. Yeah. And that, that's what, like, this movie does really well, is just point out how absurd life is. Yes. And, like, even though there's, like, this giant monster and, like, potentially, like, the extermination of the human race, people cannot get their shit together. Yeah, like, they can't <laughs> come together on, like, one big central idea. No. You know? it. it well, like, they all want to just take out Godzilla, mm-hmm. but it's, like... How or why is yeah. like more important to people, but not even that. It's like not all of them can even agree to take out Godzilla because yeah. some people's like, We should capture him, we should just scare him away. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like take out was more like just like remove him from Tokyo, like, yeah, remove him from the plank board, yeah. But like it was like the it, it was pretty interesting because I think in a weird way, this would be kind of like what would happen, yeah. And there's a point where. I think Godzilla, he hasn't turned into his final form yet. and But he has destroyed a lot of, like, this prefecture in Japan. And he went, he's missing now. But there's, like, a brief glimpse of people protesting. And they're like, free Godzilla, don't hurt him. And, like, people are in support of Godzilla. And it's just, like, he killed so many people and caused, like, millions of dollars in destruction. But people are still, like... No, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I really get like that whole like why that scene was there. Yeah, because I bet that would have happened in real life. If and that is so scary to me. Because like, all right, I get the whole mm-hmm. like save cows because animals. Mm-hmm. 
Because like cows aren't destroying the world. Yeah. But Godzilla will. <laughs> and like people would be like, nah, he's cool. Well, it's it's even scarier if you take this into a more generalized like viewpoint of like what happened during COVID and like what's happening now. It's like even though it's like obvious on what everyone should do and everyone should like quarantine or do like these get vaccines or whatever. But there's still a bunch of people who are like, no, like, you're wrong. This obvious bad thing, I don't think that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you just saw what it's doing. <laughs> it's like, and it's, it, I think that to me is like the scary thing is like humanity and yeah. like what it's like capable of. Free will but, is insane. Yeah. And it's like, and this isn't Japan, which is like America's way more like, liberal than japan is yeah so like it's it kind of makes sense of like how americans act like i used to be like why are people like so stupid or ignorant like why do people like not understand but then like rewatching this one with like it and me experiencing like the last few years it's like it makes sense <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people, are, people are all over the world like kind of like this <laughs> yeah because it it is like whatever you truly believe in and it's just, like, nuts because it's, just like, I don't know. Like, I just can't fathom a giant monster destroying anything yeah. in real life. But I could see people advocating for it to stay destroying the world or something. Yeah, it's like, let it be. And I think that's that's really, like, um, what I take away from this movie a lot is even though it is a giant monster destroying Tokyo, it I still feel for, like, the humans and especially when there's like a plot point in the movie where they're deciding on like what to do and basically japan is stripped of its decision making because the u.s takes over yeah they they form like a like agreement pact with like the u.n yeah and it basically says that like japan takes a back seat in this decision even though it's happening to them and i thought that was insane What's like, because at first it's like um, the U.S. is like the main culprit, right? They're like making secret agreements with Japan. And it's like me and you, we could take this on together. We don't have to involve anyone else. And then when like the U.N. is like, no, we're taking over. Like we need to like sort this out. The U.S. is still like, if you let them help, we're out. And it's just like, (sighs) I, I feel for like the government at that point in the movie because it's like what do you do and what the decision ends up being that like everyone could agree on is nuke japan yeah (laughs) which like is insane because i thought that the reason why the u.s was talking with japan secretly is to not get nukes involved at all maybe it was Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be hush hush until the american scientists came to help they overheard that Godzilla is getting worse and could potentially reach the West, like the West Coast. And then it's like very subtle, like in the movie, but all the American people that came to help, oh, they, they, they all left. start packing up and they leave without saying anything. And then that's when like that uh, U.S. like represent- representative gets that call. And then they're like, they've agreed with the U.N. about the nuke. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I was thinking about that. I was like, that was a weird scene. Yeah. But you want to know who was real clutch? Huh? Germany. 
Germany. Yeah. Oh, when they let them use yeah. the, like computers. Yeah. That that one German old lady mm-hmm. that like let them use their supercomputer to run analysis was the real dude the real clutch player in this movie because the guy was like i need like two weeks or like something like so we could run all this and even then it wouldn't be enough and then like when they get the supercomputers from from germany it gets done in no time yeah they're like here are the results but then that one guy wasn't even gonna let them use it because he's like no we can't risk the data but that was another thing is that they were so focused mm-hmm. on them and only them like, that they were yeah. going to be- gatekeep their supercomputer. Yeah, because there's a weird conspiracy going on w- in the movie that's like, is the U.S. involved in this? And then that's why they're so eager to help Japan. Like, mm-hmm. they're covering this up. up. So, like, and then when they find out that it might escape and not be contained in Japan, then that's when they, like, resort to, like, the last possible option. Which was, like, fine, we'll nuke it, whatever. Yeah, and they have 15 days to evacuate as many people away from there as possible. And they said they were going to nuke it worse than Hiroshima. Yeah, the bomb is way bigger than Hiroshima. Which was like, it's going to wipe out, like they was said, like 35% of like Japan. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, 15 days to move that many people? Like, that's insane. Because like, I can't imagine it being like too far off what like no way they have just a little nuke like no no this one's mm-hmm. not gonna do that and then they have just the big ones now and and they're worse than ever and it's dumb because they don't even know if that's gonna help yeah because one of the scientists is saying he feeds on radiation like this might make him like invulnerable like an immortal being if like this doesn't work yeah so it's like it's just desperation at this point and i really felt bad when the prime minister dies and he gets and he gets replaced by the minister of agriculture because the prime minister and like his what like his, six his other cabinet. his all the successors die all mm-hmm. at once which was actually shocking did not expect that actually yeah so it's like it, and then it, it's like the agriculture person was like it's scary cuz that's also how our government works in the united states if, like, the president dies, it's the vice president. Then it's, like, what, Speaker of the House, and then it's, like, and it goes the down. secretary and shit like that. And so, like, if that happened and all of them were in a helicopter, it could just be the Secretary of Agriculture, too, for us that could just take over. Yeah. And he's just, like, I just do park planning. Yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> I just make sure people, like, <laughs> don't destroy what Smokey built. Yeah, and I felt bad for that guy because... Because he literally said, like, I'm going to be known for this and only this now. Yeah. And when you first meet him, he's, like, in a meeting, and you could tell that he doesn't know because he's never experienced any of this. Like, he doesn't know what to say or what to do. And when everyone leaves, he's like, my noodles are soggy. Yeah, I know. He's like, this is the worst day of my life. Uh, he just wanted <laughs> to eat his lunch. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm sure he's not used to, like... Having you, a meeting on top of a meeting. Yeah. That, 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 that was pretty crazy. The whole idea of, like, to get shit done, you need to have a meeting for a meeting. Yeah. When you said that, I thought you were kind of kidding. But they literally had, like, 15 meetings. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you get you get it off the bat. That's yeah. how they operate. Like, they literally had a meeting, went to another room because they had to have this meeting. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to that first room to have the third meeting. And then a meeting gets suspended. Because yeah. they have to watch the news. And then they have to have a meeting because that meeting was suspended with yep. different people. And even when they and have the when press the call. U.S. people show up, or like mm-hmm. that one girl, they had a whole meeting just to get her in the next meeting. Yeah. 
And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's an, isn't that crazy yeah. how that works? It's like because I feel like that's not too far off from like how like the U.S. might handle certain things. Oh, I'm sure it's the same. Like I'm not into government in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Thank God my high school counselor did not recommend me to take that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when they give them that like base, it's not even a choice. It's just like. You, you were doing this, but you have the choice of accepting it, <laughs> yeah. like fighting against it. When it's like, it, I, I don't think the agriculture minister realizes exactly the extent of it until people start talking to him. And then they're like, there's people alive that have experienced that. And the U.S. ambassador is like, my grandma lived through like World War II bombing. And it's like, I'm not going to let her homeland get bombed again. <laughs> And then there's, like, other people in the government who are, like, crying. And they're, like, you can't let this, like, happen. It's, like, it's time that Japan does what it pleases. Yes. Which is, like, very powerful. Because I don't even, like, I don't know a lot about, like, World War II history. But I'm assuming, like, even then, it's, like, they didn't have a lot of choices. Because they were, like, basically, like, teamed up with Germany. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, after everything that happened with, like the war and all the bombings and stuff like that, like Germany and Japan lost a lot of its power mm-hmm. in the world. It's sway, it's swing, it's relations with China and mm-hmm. Russia. Like, like they lost a lot and they, they like kind of like went down. And then that's why I think Japan thrives on, well, I'm not sure if it's still, but they thrived on uh tourists for so long yeah. to rebuild. That's why their culture is so like, wild and chaotic i believe you yeah. know because they were kind of like well we're just gonna do us and we're not gonna mm-hmm. be like the rest of the world because you guys hate us yeah and i was like i love japan yeah it's crazy um the main protagonist yaguchi he's talking to someone and the guy's like they're like it's like different like post-war japan doesn't have so much power and I like how he says i guess post-war japan is forever like we're never gonna get over like post war Japan. It's always gonna be post war Japan. And then he <laughs> and then he had a comment about like if they drop the bomb, we're just gonna be known as this is post Godzilla now. Yeah, and it's like what are we like supposed to do? Just like forget everything, like scrap everything, and rebuild ourselves up again? And it's like that. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah, they yeah they had to do a lot. Yeah, because like speaking as, as like Americans. It's like, yeah, Nukem, but it's like when they start talking and like they get into like these more like personal conversations where it's like, are we just going to do this again? It's like, they've done this already. And it's like, that's heartbreaking. I think it's like, that's your future. It's like everything you know is going to be wiped off the face of the earth and you're going to have to rebuild everything again. Like all your homes, like your history. Yeah. <laughs> and they said it, it was going to take, because they had like. Everyone was like, okay, we'll nuke you. You get rid of Godzilla. But, like, don't worry. We're going to help you rebuild. Yeah. But then, like, the, I don't I don't know what character said it, but it was kind of one-off. But they're like, it's a nuke, man. Like, you know how long that takes to dissipate? Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, like, that's not like a tomorrow will fix it, you know? Yeah. That's like a 30-plus years before you even get one foot in the door. Yeah. And it's like their economy is plummeting. So, it's like their yeah. yen is worth nothing because, like, people are, like, backing out. Yeah, uh, they said, like, the one side of Japan that's farthest away, all the land skyrocketed in price because yeah. everyone's trying to leave. Yeah, it, it's just, like, it's a lot of political terror, I would say, 
more than like monster terror. Yeah, it's it's almost like how like like right now like not even to get like super real, but like we have this huge inflation and this bubble crisis that's mm-hmm. like on the verge of popping or is popped or something. Mm-hmm. And like so many people are scared of that, like foods going up and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And here it's like we're not even dealing with a Godzilla. We're just dealing with like I know the world. We're dealing with a we're dealing with a war <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> elsewhere. But I won't talk about that. We'll talk about Godzilla instead. You know what's the most bullshit line is um, when the girl, the U.S. ambassador, uh, is talking to Gucci, and he's like, "The U.S. said." If this happened in New York, they would do the same thing. And I was like, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> like, you would die. No like, way. That's something that's like a dad or like a teacher was like, if this happened to me, I would do the same thing. And it's just like, that's just a bullshit. Like, I hope You're, you feel better. That's just like a, you have to think the way I think. Yeah. You know, when the tables are flipped, I, I would, I would think this is how the U.S. would handle it. Godzilla attacks New York. Mm-hmm. West Coast would be like, whatever. Yeah. It's over there. Yeah. And mid coast would be like, I don't if mm. it comes my way and the entire East Coast would be like, We have to kill it. Yeah. Kill it with fire. Well not all of East Coast. Well I think it's funny, it's just like there are so many disaster movies that take place in New York. They've never nuked New York in any of those movies. They're like they wouldn't do that. No. Um there is like a zombie movie. I won't say the name of it, but like it it's a weird zombie movie because like but like that's what they do. It's like in the Midwest it takes uh-huh. place and they end up just nuking it without like any permission essentially because they were like they know they can't contain it and stuff. I know what you're talking about. And like yeah. one and like one of the characters is just like they can't nuke it. This is America. Yeah. Like, and then they nuke it anyway because they have to. Yeah. And I'm just like yeah that is like the big like pulling the plug on a mm-hmm. problem kind of thing. But like in like this like entire situation it's like in case Anybody listens to us, <laughs> watch Chernobyl or at mm. least like a like a documentary and stuff like mm. that about radiation and stuff. I want to see the movie after something gets nuked. I want to yeah. see that because that is insane. Yeah. Because like uh, they get lucky with Godzilla because like he's ex- he's like expelling mm-hmm. nuclear like radiation yeah. with his attacks and stuff like that but they said that like his half-life is dying which is like the heart of the radiation mm-hmm. i'm assuming i know my terms if not whatever okay but like if they drop an actual bomb like they're fucked like that entire area is inhabitable for years like how long yeah. did it take for like people to walk closer to like chernobyl granted that was a explosion yeah but so this i don't like know what a nuke would do worse probably yeah <laughs> So like so like probably you take even worse. I mean, take even longer. So like, I'll, like I like to stay on topic of Godzilla, but I guess not on topic of this specific movie. Um, the original Godzilla from like the fifties. The reason that movie was made, it was a, um, it was a like discussion of post nuke Japan. And, like, that's the reason they made Godzilla, because Godzilla is, like, 1956 or something like that. And they were nuked in, like, the 40s? I believe so. So this is, like, not even 20 years after, and then they made Godzilla as a response to that. Because Godzilla is a metaphor for the nuclear bomb. 
Gotcha. That's why the original Godzilla looks like that. Like his skin is supposed to be like radiation burns of like all the victims from like the bombings, how their skin turned like that. That's what it was. And it's like, and the explanation they give in the original movie is like Godzilla is because of like all these bombs and stuff like that. And it's like, like the human has created this monstrosity. Okay. So he is the bomb and he is destroying Japan. With <laughs> with that knowledge going into Maki was your guy? Uh-huh. How he was like very mad at the world mm-hmm. and stuff of like that. Like if he w- turns out to be Godzilla, <laughs> that is a really interesting like uh theory with that with like the previous knowledge combining. Yeah. And I kinda want that to be a thing now. I'm yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, if you ever watch the original Godzilla, the original Godzilla is just like it's short for sure because it's like an older movie but it's just scary it's like scary like thinking about like everything and like knowing that he is just another like thing for nuke and like how people react and it's like you see like families dying and like it's it's like a it's like a very sad and scary movie yeah, they didn't really do a lot of that with this one. Like, where you yeah. see a lot of people dying. Like, you do see that one family and that one, like, building yeah. go. Which you might just assume that the entire building had people mm-hmm. in it. Because, like, usually in, like, disaster movies or, mo- like, that happens. Like, mm-hmm. usually there's a plot line or subplot line mm-hmm. where, like, I need to go get my girlfriend yeah. all the way across New York City, you know. Or, like, you know, there's a family fighting. They're, like, you know, get out and shit. But, like, this one was all about just the people trying to fix the problem. Yeah, you do see a couple of times where it's like, um, I think it's like in the rubble and you see people's like legs and stuff underneath all the buildings. Yeah. And it's like they're dying and stuff. And that's also one of the parts where I really enjoyed was, um, it's like the, I think, I think it's the prime minister and like a couple of other people of his cabinet. They're like surveying everything that happened after Godzilla like left and stuff. And they're like, you know, this isn't that bad. Like, I'm glad it didn't, like, cause more damage and stuff. And then after they leave, Yaguchi, like, stays behind, and he's, like, pissed. And he, like, says a prayer. And he's, like, if we acted sooner, like, we could have saved so many lives. And it shows, like, the dynamic of the older people are, like, eh, this isn't bad. Like, cool. At least, like, we're safe. And it's, like, they don't care about, like, like the common people. But he, and the main character's, like, I can't believe, like, they just said... This isn't as bad as it could have been. It's yeah, like this is terrible. Yeah, because right before he like does that quick little like prayer, you see like one of like the emergency response people yeah. like just digging through rubble. Yeah. You know, just like And it's after that scene where we see he forms his own like plant, like his own t- team. Yeah. And I like how the characters in that team are like, This is great. It's like there's no hierarchy and there's like it's just people like working together to like save like Japan. Like, there's no red tape, there's no, like, people, like, talking over each other, and stuff like that, but I like how there's a joke where the other guy's like, I'm in charge, You get, let's all get to work, immediately after the guy says that. Yeah, no, he says, like, usually I'm in, like, I'm in charge of you bozos, yeah. so, like, here's all the information I have for you, and then they just kind of, like, do their own thing. At first, I thought they are going to make a, how do you say his name? Yaguchi? Yaguchi. I thought they're just gonna make him like the leader. He mm-hmm. kind of is, but like, yeah, he's like de facto leader. You know, it's just because he has the plan, and I was just gonna just respond to him. But yeah. then they like they do that to that girl character who's like 
like a genius or something. Oh yeah. And then they do that to the guy who like does the origami thing. Mm-hmm. So they almost like like they, they showcase like multiple talent on the team. Yeah, and that's how that's how ideally it should work. Yeah. Like everyone should be able to work and everyone has like their own expertise and everything, you know? Exactly. It shouldn't be one person doing all of it mm-hmm. and there shouldn't be just be like everyone fighting for a chance for the microphone. Yeah. And towards the end, uh they're they're pleading to Yaguchi's like let like them do this like the plan like you don't have to go out there and he's like no i have to actually be out there because he's the only one that's actually part of the government so it's like if they need like um clarification or if they need approval of something it'll be easier if i'm just there so i can just approve everything as it's going instead of like them having to walkie talkie someone back and like wherever the fuck all the other like old people are (laughs) yeah like um I think, like, what he said, like, he's, like, in case his plan goes awry, like, they need, like, another plan. Like, I got to come up with something. Yeah, and he could approve it right there. Yeah, so. Because it's his, like, team. And then they're, like, no, but, like, if you die, like, you're such a good member for, like, mm-hmm. like other positions. Like, yeah. you could apply. And he's just, like, no, like, bye. Like, yeah. see you later, basically. He, like, he almost said, like, he's, like, like, I don't care if I die right now, you know? Yeah. And they do is like, you could be prime minister. And he's not like, yeah, I should run right now. He's like, he's always like, maybe in 10 years when he's like more experienced. Because he knows even though he is technically the smartest one and the most like capable guy at the moment, he still doesn't feel like he's ready to like run a country. So he's always like, maybe in 10 years, like maybe in 10 years. Yeah. And like, don't want to get too serious, but like Mm -hmm. being 26 in like a manager position, mm-hmm. I thought that too. Like yeah, being like I'm so young, mm-hmm. but like now nah, you could be any age as long as you have like the know how or the way to move around mm-hmm. it and like to grow with yourself and stuff like that. So you Gucci, I know you're not listening because you're <laughs> fake, but like do it, man. You yeah. can do it. I, I love you, Gucci. Um, yeah, yeah, he is a symbol of like. I don't know, like, hope. hope like, yeah, yeah, I guess hope is, like, the best way to describe but it. But, like, a realistic version of hope. He's not mm-hmm. just some kid. You no. know, he's a guy who's very normal. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like, a supercomputer intelligent mm-hmm. person. He's just, like, a guy who knows the plan, and he's just going to do it. He's gonna, And he yeah. just knows how to get a team to do it and stuff like that. It is very satisfying how it's, like, I think it's because he's so young. Yeah, but there, I think towards the beginning of the movie... He's saying how it's like, no, this is the monster. And this is, and like people blow him off and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then it turns out to be real. And there's another guy, the guy with the glasses. And he's like, seems like Yaguchi's theory isn't so ridiculous after all. And it's like, that guy has his back. And we see him throughout the movie too. Like, he's not with Yaguchi most of the time because he's out, like, he kind of takes over towards the end of the movie. Like, he's yeah. like the, the, the guy in charge. And it's like he's not completely on Yaguchi's side, but he also knows that Yaguchi like knows what he's talking about. So he's like he's like um that poli- that politician that's like on both corners, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh that guy I really I wasn't a hundred percent sure like how I felt about him. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I feel like he was he is like that playing of the sides, but he was like devil's advocate. In a fucking monster crisis. Yeah. Which is just funny. Like, how we said, like, all this, all these ideas are just funny to think about, like, actually happening Mm -hmm. in real life. But, like, you know, there's a monster going on. And he's probably, like, he's like, all right, well, if Yaguchi's plan doesn't work, I have this fallback where I really didn't believe it. And I have proof, you know, like. Because he's the one that's, like, telling the uh, Minister of Agriculture towards the end. He's like, maybe Japan should do as it pleases. 
like for once. And he's like, you're right. And then he approves like Yaguchi's plan. Which um Which is to find to get this chemical that will like congeal blood. Yeah. And pour tons of it down his throat. What was it like cool coagulant? What what do they call it? Oh coagulant. Coagulant. Which is just like instead of just saying like congeal, it's like the thing that congeals stuff. Yeah, because I don't think that's the name of the drug. Because they're essentially thinking of Godzilla as a nuclear reactor. Yeah. And their theory is if they could freeze everything inside of him, it should shut him down since he essentially is just a walking reactor. Because when he crawls on land, he sells gills. Yeah. And we get that really awkward shot of all the blood spraying mm-hmm. out. And I think my quote was, what the fuck? Like yeah. five times in a row. And then he goes into the water to cool down, they say. Yes. Just like a reactor. Like a reactor. So when he comes back on land, they're like, we're going to freeze that son bitch. Yeah. And it's like, so we talked about like Godzilla has multiple forms. That first form, I told you guys yesterday, but it's like, he is like adored in Japan. They call him Kamada-kun. Kamada-kun. And he is like a very... Even though he's, like, this disgusting creature, people fucking love him. Like, look at this picture of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like, people just like dressing him up, and they think he's, like, the cutest thing. Like, he's, like, so derpy or whatever. I thought he was the scariest fucking thing. He is terrifying. He has the deadest eyes, and he's yeah. just, like, walking around just mayhem and he's just like spurting blood out of his gills like everywhere yeah no he this was the grossest scariest like godzilla i've seen because mm-hmm. when i see godzilla like i don't know the the one in america yeah <laughs> or even like older ones like he's like this giant lizard that shoots like mm-hmm. lightning fire whatever it is yeah. atomic breath and then like you see this one you're like oh my god what is that like it almost seems like like realistic yeah, his skin's fucked up. He's just like, it almost looks like he's in pain. Yeah, like he doesn't blink. His eyes no. are open as wide as they can permanently. So his eyes are probably dry as fuck well, when, he, like, when he goes on land. I like that thing that's like crocodiles do, where um, when he's about to like do damage or he's gonna shoot his atomic breath, his eyes have like this cover. That, like, goes over him, and it's, like, this black thing. So his eyes just turn really black and shiny. Yeah. And it's, like, that's really scary, too. Yeah, um, they're almost, like, protecting the eyes. Mm-hmm. So, like, this Godzilla, you said, like, this is, like, probably like, the scariest Godzilla you've ever seen. Um, When I first saw this movie, that was also, like, my first thought. I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And the point where I was just, like, this is probably the scariest version of him ever is when... The U.S. is like, Japan, chill out, we got this. And they send in, like, their phantom drones, and they drop missiles in them. And, like, those are the first things to actually, like, penetrate Godzilla. And he fucking loses it. And his fire turns into, like, a very concentrated beam. And he just starts taking out everything and takes out, like, all of, like, half of Japan at that point. And he could shoot those beams from his, like, dorsal fins, too. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, when those missiles, like, hit, because, like, it's a, it's a gross, kind of like his dorsal fins mm-hmm. are in this exposed skin area on his back. Yeah. It's really gross. And um, the missiles hit inside there. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, gets his temper tantrum. Yeah. And he just, like, does a fucking laser light show from his back and his yeah. mouth and then his tail. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And it's not red. 
it's purple. Yeah. Which I've never seen purple, at least, like, mm-hmm. but, like, fuck, like, because he's been grow- glowing red for the entire movie. Yeah, it's, like, all that radiation burning. And then now it's, like, it just gets into this, like, ominous color, and you're, like, what's mm-hmm. he gonna do? No, and, and the sound it makes, too, is, like, super scary, because it's just, like, like, a whir. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's, like, very, like, <laughs> high-pitched, too. Yeah. And his jaw, his bottom jaw splits in two. Oh, yeah, that was freaky, too. He is just so scary in this movie. And that's why I like this movie, because in Japan, Godzilla becomes almost like a uh, a savior of humanity. And yeah, he becomes a good guy. Too. Yeah, he fights with King Kong. Yeah, and he's just like, he's helping humanity and stuff. But originally, like, Godzilla was just like a force of nature. He was like this scary thing. And I like how they're like, fuck it. Like, Godzilla's not nice. It's like, this is who Godzilla is. He's like... He's evil. Yeah, he's evil. He's just like this monster thing. Where it's like, I don't even know say it's evil. Yeah, not evil. You're right. He is just like a force of nature. This is just what he does. And it's like, and we're the cause for this. Like, us humans. Like, we're the ones that made this creature. And now we have to suffer the consequences. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's Godzilla in America. But then it's Gojira. In. Gojira in Japan. Yeah. Um, and so, like, but what happens after he has that tantrum is they see he has to shut down and basically, like, recuperate. He does, like, a soft reboot. Yeah, because he, he just exerts so much energy, and then that's where we get that plan to cool him off. Yeah. And I like that. Even though after that, the movie does go to a crawl, like I said earlier, when they finally, like, figure their shit out and they're like executing the plan i love that sequence oh yeah the plan is cool i like that a lot because it's like phase one complete and then like the drones are coming and they're like fuck all the drones are getting destroyed but when they're like he's destroyed these this many drones and the guy's like great according to our plan and it's like oh that was the plan and then it's like everything's like phase one go phase two Phase three. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and and they don't stop even when like mm-hmm. it, it goes a little awry. No, because it's like they have plans, and that's what I love about this movie is like what I saw as like, oh, this is so boring. There's so much like planning and stuff like that. It's like we see why there was so much planning and somebody like how why this movie almost crawled a little bit. It's like it's all paying off. Like an American movie, it's just like almost like a. Uh, Deus Ex Machina on, like, how yeah. things are saved. It's like, oh, he decided to turn, or, like, this thing just happened to go in our way. It's like, no. Like, the Japanese, they plan for every single, like, possible, like, situation that's gonna happen, and they know how to fix it. And, yeah. like, oh, okay, these broke. We have backup hoses, and we have backup, backup hoses. <laughs> yeah, and then, so, like, they're just, like, pouring it down his throat, mm-hmm. and then that's not even the whole plan, because they have to, like, knock him over, yeah. so, like, when he's weakened, they blow up a building, and they, like, push him over and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was sick. And that was not told to the audience until it happened, and I like that. Yeah, because We I- knew that, we're gonna, that they're gonna pour that chemical down his throat, mm-hmm. but we knew nothing else. Yeah, because we dropped the buildings, and then there's another part where they shoot missiles, and they miss Godzilla. Like you said, the audience doesn't know what's going on, but they weren't aiming for Godzilla. They were aiming for the other buildings, too, so like they could drop even more buildings on him. And they were trying to get him to use up as much energy as possible, so uh-huh. they are like, make him shoot his beams everywhere. Yeah. 
And then like, and then you see like the little cranes moving in. Oh yeah. Like, oh shit. And then the train bombs. That was cool. Yeah. They sent one and tip them. And then they sent another one just to fucking nuke them. Yeah. And then what I liked was the shot of, they're all on top of a building, like watching this go on. And then Godzilla like showing, throwing out his like laser beams and stuff. And like when it's Godzilla doing them, like towards the middle of the movie, it's terrifying. But the way the camera is angled, like, looking up at the team, and the laser beams are going on behind him, and it's, like, bright blue sky. It almost looks like a heroic shot. It was like, look at these sick people, and there's laser shows behind them. Oh, and it's, I, like, they're, it's like, they're doing it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. a cool way to look at it. It turned from a terrifying thing to, like, almost a triumphant thing. Yeah. It's like they have their fireworks going on for them. <laughs> yeah. When they finally successfully dump 100% of the coagulant mm-hmm. inside his throat he like gets up and for a second you think it didn't work yeah they really make you think and then he just starts to, like freeze and crack and stuff like that that was cool and i'm surprised that they didn't just like attack him mm-hmm. but you know i guess you know they, they want to make sure he's dead so i don't want to mm-hmm. break the ice well i don't know if he's dead or dormant and it's like up to like like because they say humanity has to learn to go coexist with Godzilla. Because I don't think they could kill him. So they have said, like, multiple times during the movie where they think he might be immortal. So I think it's just, like, throughout history, they're gonna have to, like, keep pouring coagulate into him. He's, like, the Jeepers Creepers of Japan now. Yeah. And, um, because the final shot is Yaguchi looking over onto the horizon, and it's, like, Godzilla's behind him. And he's it looks like he's just going to be there. Because I don't think they can, even even if they try to blow him up, there's so much radiation inside of him. Yeah, they said... will be, like, fallout. Yeah, they said that they had to wait, like, I think it's, like, a couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, all the radiation will dissipate or something like that. Yeah. And then they threw out, like, the number three. And I'm not sure if it was, like, three days before they get close or three mm-hmm. days or three months or something like that. But... Yeah, it's, like, a lot of science stuff. But, but the uh, scariest part was at the very end. Yes, and I want to talk about that. What, since they don't confirm it, they don't really, make, like, talk about that so much, what do you think that was? So before, uh-huh. before we talked about everything about Godzilla, so, like, the shot of the tail, and it uh-huh. climbs it up slowly, and then it stops at the end, and it looks like the tail's, like, splitting into multiple things. Mm-hmm. They almost look like people. With, yeah, like, with, like, xenomorph-type heads. Yeah, so, like, I was, like, under the impression, I was, like, that's more of him. Or, yeah. like, that's, like, his, like, defense thing, you know? Like, when it's, like, yeah. dies, how you, like... I don't even know what movie, but, like, when it's dying or whatever, it just makes another one. Kind of mm-hmm. like, like the thing, almost. Yeah, I can see that. Like, a blob situation. But after talking about so much about, like, how Godzilla, like, almost, like... Well, like, is, like, the interpretation of, like, the bomb mm-hmm. way back in the day. Almost got the idea of, like, you know, like, when that when the bombs fell, like, you got those, like, people, like, they, like, disappeared into, like, nothing. Except, uh-huh. for, like, they left behind, like, an outline on the earth. Oh, you had the burns of, like, That's human. almost kind of what I got now. Was, yeah. like, that was, like, it's, like, callback to that. Or, like, in Pompeii. Yeah. When people just, like, turned turn to, to stone. stone. Yeah. And that's kind of really, because it looks like they're, like, in agony, and they're, like, trying to escape. Yeah. And so it's, like, that's a cool, I I, I didn't think of it like that. I thought of it as, like, because um, earlier in the movie, they uh, theorized on Godzilla of, like, 
if he gets more nuclear, like, a radiation stuff, he could, I don't know, he could grow wings, and he could fly in North America, or he could do this, and people are like, he could shrink if he wanted to, like, he could turn smaller. Like, there, it's just theories, and it's like, and I was reading um, online this morning, actually, on Reddit, how people think that that might be Godzilla's fifth form. It's like smaller Godzilla's. Yeah. Like, like he breaks lines. in. He, yeah, it's like a high, he breaks out. It's like these smaller humanoid-like Godzilla creatures, and it's like they just spread out, and like that's how they conquer. Yeah. Because when we see the barrels underwater of the nuclear waste, uh-huh. they're... They're still there. There's big bites taken out of them. Yeah. They're not like Godzilla now bites. No, they're smaller They're smaller bites. bites. So I could see. So like whatever form or stage Godzilla's in, he mm-hmm. was smaller at one yeah. point. Like very small. Yeah, because we don't even see what his like actual first form is because we just see his tail. And the tail is gigantic. So before that, we don't even see like. Because what if like that is his first form? You know, like the tail itself. Because when he uh, shoots lasers from its tail, it almost looks like the tail was a mouth. Because it, yeah. like, opens a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of sick. And I've never seen a movie on, like, a TV this big before. And that's how I noticed. It's like, it does look like a xenomorph head. Like, a mouth almost. Where it's like, can Godzilla split up? Like, can his tail fall off and turn into a different Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this, like, a, like new uh, territory for Godzilla? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's just it's up in the air because uh, I don't I think they want to reckon they said they're not making a sequel to Shin Godzilla, which is good. Yeah, it's like it's a standalone thing. It's like they they might continue more Godzilla movies in Japan, but it's like as far as the story goes, it's like this is it. It's like a standalone movie, and I think it's good because it, it has enough mystery where like it introduces like cool theories and like uh, cool conversation topics, like how we are talking about it, but it doesn't give out too much you know no it doesn't which is good i like that mm-hmm. um yeah anything else you really want to talk about uh godzilla i feel like i'm i feel like that's everything for right now yeah i, I yeah i think so too so uh let's take a break and then we get a hit up some trivia points okay. all right and we're back to some shin godzilla trivia so, like I said yesterday, uh, got Shin Godzilla had a uh, director of Neon Genesis, but it had two directors, it had co-directors. So the two directors were Shinji Higuchi and Hirake Ano. The former is known for his live-action Attack on Titan ap- adaptation and effects works on the Gamera trilogy. Attack on Titan live-action movie is pretty bad, I've heard. <laughs> I did not watch it. I yeah. watched the anime mm-hmm. up until the most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I refuse to watch live action anime shit. Yeah. And then the other director is legendary for hitting the classic anime, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And he also wrote the movie screenplay, which shows when comparing the movie to the other uh, series. Because like, uh, a lot of the voice actors are also from Neon Genesis. Okay. So like he has some pull, you know? Gotcha. You got that, got that shit unlocked. Yeah. Uh, Hidaiki Ano initially refused the offer to direct. He had just finished Evangelion 3.0 and you cannot redo and wasn't ready to take on another big project. He changed his mind after learning Shinji Higuchi was on board because of Shin Godzilla, the final film 
in Rebuild of Evangelion film series was pushed back. It is currently slated for 2020 release in Japan, but no word on when it will reach the States. I like that you just copied that from like whatever, because it's 2022 now. Yeah. So like that was just like... <laughs> and the older, I don't think it ever came out. Oh, that's <laughs> But yeah, and because like, you know how I told you yesterday, it was like a lot of fans are mad at him because they're like, we want you to do more Neon Genesis shit. Stop focusing on other crap. <laughs> yeah i know that's so sad like because like that happens to a lot of like writers and directors yeah like, especially when you build like a fandom and stuff because like they're like no we want you to just do that mm. you know and then when they want to try to spread their wings everyone like shits on yeah. even, like little bits dude fanboys are toxic i know uh this the series debut is a commentary on nuclear weapons the film took inspiration from the 2011 earthquake and tsunami in japan and the ensuing disaster at the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Many were critical at the country's response to the crisis, and the film shows this through the bureaucratic, bureaucratic nightmare the protagonists deal with when Godzilla is on its destructive path. Oh, so, yeah, okay. There's commentary on, like, the actual disaster that took place. I should remember that. The, uh, the power plant, like, showing. Uh, I, I, I don't remember that at all. Like, why do I have, like, that missing from my memory. Oh, you remember that? It was yeah, 2011. It was yeah. I was gonna say that was yeah, that was like 10 years ago. So it's like I remember that because in California, it was like people were scared that since the earthquake was so big, we were gonna get like the Oslo tsunami. Oh, okay. Because like uh, when a lot of like earthquakes happen in like Japan and stuff, like usually the West Coast, California, like could feel like aftermath yeah. of that. Oh damn! But luckily, California, not lucky for other places, but like. There's a lot of islands in between Japan and California. So, like, a lot of the islands that I'm taking... Absorb big, it. Yeah, yeah, like, I know the... the What are they called? The Galapagos Islands. Like, they take a big hit. Oh, shit. So, like, they usually are like, we'll stop the tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one time we went and visit you guys in uh, California. And, yeah. we, and we slept through a small little earthquake. Yeah. And everyone everyone in my family was calling me the next day. being like, are you okay? <laughs> like, dude, I was... I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's like islands took care of it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I know who to thank. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is the first Toho produced Godzilla film to be a full reboot, with every previous reboot serving as a direct sequel to Godzilla 1954. Right before production, Anno gathered the cast and crew to pay respect to the original Godzilla. Anno motivated the crew by mentioning that even though he felt nothing could ever surpass the original, they should nevertheless aspire to match it. In particular, Anno wanted the film to specifically resonate with the Japanese audiences. Nice. Yeah. I think they did a good job if people kind of like found the satire moments funny mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, producer Akihiro Yamauchi stated that the title Shin Gojira was chosen for the film due to the variety of meanings the syllable Shin could convey such as New, True, and God. While Toho's official international English title was Godzilla Resurgence, the movie was nonetheless released in the United States under its original Japanese title, Shin Godzilla, at Tokyo's request. A possible explanation for this is that they want to avoid confusion with the movie Independence Day Resurgence. And Godzilla Resurgence is still kept as a title for general international promotion in other countries. However, some territories, for example, Germany, also released a film under its original Japanese title. You know, that's interesting because uh, it, on the Blu-ray that I have, 
It says Shin Godzilla and in, the, in like subtext it says in God Carnate. Oh like, yeah. So it's like it, uh, it if it's such like a strong title, but I never knew what Shin meant because uh, I don't know. You ever see Shin Chan? Yeah. It's like I was like I was like what does Shin mean? Because it's just like a anime about like a gross kindergarten kid. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I only kind of I only knew that Shin meant new just mm-hmm. because of like certain like animes used okay. it, and then when they dub it, they'll still say Shin, and I think I went and looked it up. Ah, I didn't know it could mean God though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're true. I didn't know that either. Uh, later in the film, large concrete boom pump trucks are used to inject the blood coagulant into Godzilla's mouth and attempt to neutralize him. These types of boom pumps were used to cool down the damaged reactors at Fukushima Daiichi plant after the nuclear disaster, allowing contemporary Japanese audiences to draw a comparison between the film's narrative and the events that took place after the 2011 Tohoku earthquake, like many other elements of the film. Nice. Yeah, I, I didn't know that actually that they used the actual pumps that they, Japan actually used during that disaster. <clears throat> and the only... Japanese live-action Godzilla movie in which the monster was realized almost completely through CGI, abandoning the traditional suitmation effects. However, according to effects supervisor Asuki Sato, Godzilla's skin was deliberately made to look like rubber as opposed to realistic animal skin, and his movements were performed via motion capture, adding a live performance element to the animation. Some of Godzilla's interactions with the environment were achieved via pushing a prop through miniatures and the final shot of the monster is actually a sculpture instead of a digital effect. So the physical effects were entirely done away with. You know, it's it's cool because, like, w- when you see him moving and stuff like mm-hmm. that, or even just, like, his presence, he gives off the vibe of, like, older monster movies, mm-hmm. how they use, like, models and stuff like that. He didn't look too realistic. He looked very out of place, but also, yeah. like, like a scary out of place yeah. that could like uncanny. That's it. Like, like uncanny Valley kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I think it was mainly the eyes. And when you got close ups, he had like, like, yeah, his skin did look weird. I didn't really think rubber, but it's rubber. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> it is interesting. because like Japan's always like the man in the rubber suit for yeah. Godzilla thing for all, all of their movies. And it's interesting that after like, they're like, it's alright, America, you can have another crack at Godzilla. And how the legendary Godzilla is completely CGI, because, like, all of American movies rely on CGI. That Japan's like, alright, we'll give CGI Godzilla a shot, why not? And they just, like, blew it out of the park. Like, that. Oh, yeah. Shin Godzilla is not traditional Godzilla, Mm-mm. but he is a gross motherfucker that gets the, the point across. Yeah. And, and I think I like that more. I like that a lot more. I want them to do more with this, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, and the last bit of trivia I have that I kind of said earlier is that this theorized that the skeletal humanoid figures coming out of Godzilla's tail at the end of the film is his fifth evolution. And I don't know. We'll never know, but that is a cool idea that he could evolve into that. Yeah, I think if they did make a sequel to Shin Godzilla and they did that whole thing, like these little Godzillas running mm-hmm. around... I don't think it would be Godzilla because Godzilla is supposed to be, at least in my opinion, this like gigantic dominant force that they're trying to take down and or like, you know, befriend. Yeah. (laughs) And if you have these little ones running around, I'm just going to get like alien versus predator vibes. Yeah. That would have been wild if they like 
Kate of him wings like they were talking about. It's like this is something else. Yeah, I think uh, another cool ending that they could have done is like after credit scene. Uh, there's like hints that there's another Godzilla in like mm. another part of the ocean, maybe t- more towards like Russia or something. Yeah, near like another or like. Not Antarctic. I don't like when, like, things, like, because of the Ice Age, it froze. Yeah. I don't like that shit. But, like, if it was, like... No, nah, I don't like it. I feel like it's done too much. But now it's, like, if there was one, like, all the way in another part of the mm-hmm. ocean, that'd be cool. Like, that would found be cool. found footage kind of thing. Like a, like a Skull Island kind of thing. Yeah. Because one of my favorite, like, post credit scenes for a monster movie is at the end of Cloverfield... Mm-hmm. where it just kind of picks back up with like the regular shit that was recorded on that camera when he's underneath the bridge and stuff and then how it goes back to the them on the ferris wheel oh yeah yeah and then the background you could see uh like something falling out of the sky yeah. and you're like what was that you know like and like i like shit like that i think it's cool you know they like, tie cloverfield paradox into that yeah uh, okay yeah it's like yeah that movie wasn't that good yeah, no, a cool idea, but very bad execution. Yeah, so let's give our uh, final thoughts on Shin Godzilla. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. Um, I liked it. I didn't think I was really going to like it that much because I'm not like the biggest on the monster movie vibe, mm-hmm. but it was fun to watch. Had like that slow crawl point, but I feel like, I don't know, like a lot of movies nowadays, like they're going to hit a slow point. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like now it's just like, when I ask how long a movie is, I'm almost expecting you to say two hours now. Mm -hmm. This is where we are. Yeah. Like if you say an hour and 30 minutes, like, holy shit, what? Yeah. Oh my God. I got time to do so much today. (laughs) Wait till we get to the three hour mark. Oh my God. I hope not. No (laughs) Irishman movies, please make that like a subcategory. (laughs) But, um, I liked it. Like I said, I think Godzilla, like the, the look, the mm-hmm. make, the model, <laughs> whatever yeah. you call them. Uh, cool. Really cool idea. I'm glad they went for, like, something totally different. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, political shit was pretty cool to learn about before yeah. and after, the, like, watching the movie. And, uh, yeah, I hope they, if they do do a sequel, hopefully it's not, like, anything, like, I don't know, too outlandish. Yeah. It can still stay in, like, the, like, the Godzilla, like, thing. But I feel like they should leave it. And uh, I hope the people who made this movie do more cool things. Not mm-hmm. even just with Godzilla, but like more like interesting, like, I don't know, like maybe they reboot other shit. I'm not sure what else is like in Japan that's like really like coveted. But yeah. like, I would trust them with some stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think I am now officially done rating movies out of 10. Okay. I'm, yeah. giving, I'm giving this movie a B plus. Oh, you're going to the letter grade. Yes. Oh. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it's so hard for me not to like a Godzilla movie or a monster movie because, uh, like I said last week, I grew up on these. Uh, but I will say, like, I, I had a few, like, days uh, where I was unemployed and I was just like, I own all the Godzilla movies. So I'm just going to go through the first one and rewatch them all. And some of the Godzilla movies get really rough. It's like, I love Godzilla with all my heart, but it's like, this movie is so hard to watch. It's like, they're cringy or they're just just boring. It's like the boringest movie you'll ever see. <laughs> and it's like, so I'm glad I did that because now I know 
what it, what makes a good Godzilla movie and what makes a terrible one. <laughs> so in case anyone ever asks me, like, what's a good one to start watching? I could be like, I got some for you. And I think Shin Godzilla, for me, is, like, my new go-to. Because it's, like, the most recent one, other than, like, the legendary American ones. But if someone wants, like, a traditional Japanese one, I'm like, watch this one. Because it's a standalone Godzilla movie. You don't need to know anything about him. Uh, and it's, like, if you don't like it, you don't, there's, like, not a lot, like, follow-up movies that you can watch. It's, like, but if you do like it, or, like, you like the style of it, it's, like, you can watch, like, these other ones, you know? Okay. Because I was going to say, I feel like they maybe should start with, like, an older one, mm-hmm. but if they are close in line with this one, mm-hmm. I would just say, yeah, I think agree, watch this one. Because maybe yeah. it's just, like, if your only problem is the way Godzilla looks, then you can yeah. watch one of the older ones. Yeah. Because, like, the first one's also great. It's like the original one's always like a go-to that I would always recommend anyone to watch. It's not a long one. And I think you get like the initial like vibe of like what Godzilla is. But it's harder to recommend like the first one or like Shin Godzilla because if you get really into it, it's like, I'm going to start watching all these other ones. It's like you get to a movie like Son of Godzilla and it's like, <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's yeah. Like, it's like funny and it's like, it's about like, a kid who's like best friends with Godzilla's son and it's like it just becomes like it's it's not what you would think so it's it's hard my gym partner's Godzilla yeah basically all right and so it's like it's it's cool to see like Japan taking back like their own properties and like doing something good with them I it's like this movie's not great like I'm not gonna say it's like perfect but I enjoy it for what it is like I said it does go to a crawl at some points but other than that, I, I think it's, like, fantastic, you know? I would give it an A. A minus, maybe, because of some points. There are a couple parts in the movie where I'm like, that looks really bad, like, CG-wise. Uh, when Godzilla turns into his, like, third form, when he goes, like, upright, and he starts, like, shimmering. <laughs> When his arms are like sprouting out, I was like, "Oh yeah, that he's like vibrating." Weird. Yeah, that did look really weird. I was like, "That's bad." <laughs> I feel like they could have like done that list a little different, like maybe like kind of like make the ground around him shake yeah. so it didn't look so weird. I think it's just like it rendered weird, and they were like, "Fuck it, it yeah. looks kind of cool." <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cheesy feeling. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I like I said, I'll give this movie an A minus. Um, and it's so funny that you talked a little bit about like the sequels of like. Uh, Godzilla because now I feel like Jaws and Godzilla share so much in common mm-hmm. like Shin Godzilla and then the first Jaws very like similar stories and stuff like that and like how like certain things have like happened and stuff you know like if Sheriff Brody was allowed to like actually act maybe mm-hmm. no one else would have died oh, you know for just sure. like Godzilla they act quicker and maybe nothing would have happened so like that yeah they could have stopped it at its baby form yeah and then like uh the sequels to like other uh godzilla movies how they just get like ridiculous and we have 3d jaws uh, but like not like the original jaws in 3d like 3d jaws yeah <laughs> so like i don't know i feel like that's pretty cool yeah i didn't really know that that about like godzilla to like really really sing down with this one yeah, there are a couple movies where it's like it's just so campy that it's so stupid. I love it. Like, there's a movie where Godzilla's like has like a dance move. And he's like jumping and dancing and stuff, and he like does a tail slide. It's like a drop kick, but he like slides 
drop kicking the monster, and he, the, able, the way he's able to slide from so far away is because he's sliding on his tail. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's like, it's it's awesome. I love it. But yeah, that was Shin Godzilla. I'm glad we liked it, and I do have a wheel this week. Woo! So, the movie's on the wheel. Uh, I just randomized it in, like, my Excel sheet and just picked the first six. So, we have Selena, The Town, What We Do in the Shadows, Whiplash, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and Rampage. Okay, so, Selena, what's that? Is that, like, It's a biopic, yeah. Okay, okay, and then The Town... I think I've seen that movie. It's a heist movie. I think I've seen yeah. that. And what we do in the shadows is is a show now. It is a show. This is this is when I was going through my snooty uh movie like fan phase where I was like, I watch imported movies, and what we do in the shadows is uh it's Taika Waititi's movie. Holy shit! Uh, like very early Taika Waititi. Oh from, damn! I didn't know that. It's from New Zealand. Yeah, it's very funny. I love that movie. We have Whiplash. I don't know Which you... is the roller skating one or the drumming one? The movie? drumming one. Okay. Yeah. I have seen that one. And we have Fantastic Mr. Fox, Wes Anderson movie, animation. So I've never seen it. It's good. Everyone tells me that, but I was like trying to get into like Wes Anderson, uh-huh. kind of like I watched like a video on it. And like I was like, if you don't like this, you won't like any of his movies. And I was kind of like on the fence. I'm yeah. Like, well, I like any of his movies, so... <laughs> and then we have Rampage, which is, like, funny. When it, this showed up, this was, like, the fifth option. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That's another monster movie. Yeah. If we get this one, it'll be three monster movies in a row. This is monster movie month, baby. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Uh, let's spin the wheel. Ooh. What we do in the shadows. Nice. All right. Oh, I think like, we haven't done a, I guess fanboys as a comedy. We haven't done a comedy. That's funny in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I watched a couple episodes of the show. Okay. I thought that was pretty funny. But then again, TV show humor kind of loses me a bit. Yeah. Because I know you're trying to be funny for like a season. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, this this one's just like it's so hard for me not to quote this movie because I remember watching this movie and quoting it at work and people were like, "That's funny." Where can I watch it? And I'm like, "I don't know." It's like I had to stream it from Put Locker. Damn. <laughs> like, wait two years, and then I saw it on Redbox one night when I was getting off of work on Blu-ray, and I was like, "It's out." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna rent it." So I like watched it legally, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Nice. It's. I was really hoping we got anything but Rampage. Anything but Rampage? I, I know. I, I've never seen it. I heard it's bad. It has rock in it. But uh, three in a row. I'm. I'm. I don't. I want to like variety. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I want to throw more things at the wall. I think the ones I was kind of excited for. I was excited for what we do in the shadows because I haven't seen that movie in years. The town. I also haven't seen it in a long time. Like I said, I think I've seen it, but that just shows that, like, it's, I haven't seen it forever if I did. It's Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner. You know what you might have seen it from? There's a very famous shot in this movie where they're about to rob a bank, and they're all wearing nun masks. Yes. And I have seen like, that movie. Yeah, yeah. I have seen that movie, but years ago. Yeah. 
I was kind of scared to get Mr. Fantastic Fox. Okay. Well, Fantastic Mr. Fox. And uh, Selena, biopics are kind of cool. They could be cool, I should say. Mm. And then Whiplash, it would have been like, hey, this movie is amazing because <laughs> of the cinematic and the dialogue is so good. It would have been like reiterating. So Yeah, you know, Whiplash, I only saw it when it came out. And yeah, I've only seen it once. But I do remember really liking J.K. Simmons in that movie, and I'm like, J.K. Simmons is dude, wild. That's all people talk about, and that and like people are like, this is gonna put him on the map. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. He's on the map already. Like, Spider Man put him on the map. <laughs> I want more Spider Man. He's a Spider Man. <laughs> His peaks for 15 seconds. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the kid in uh, Whiplash? Uh, like he's in Top Gun Maverick now. Yeah, he is. Uh, I want to say T.J. Miller, and it's not T.J. Miller. No, that's not T.J. Miller. I think he said that for Top Gun Maverick. Like, it, yeah, I want to call him T.J. Miller. Fuck, what is his name? I don't know. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, man. Look. He's a little drummer boy. Oh, man. Before we end this, I need to find out what his name is. Okay. Uh, his name is Miles Teller. Ah. I love Miles Teller. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, there's, there's a couple, like, times where, like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was in this movie, or, like, yeah. I didn't know he was in this show, or something. Project X is the first time I was like, Miles Tiller is really good. That's a good movie. Yeah. I think he plays himself, or a version of himself, because I think he's Miles Tiller in Project X. That's funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Excited for next week, what we do in the shadows, getting very close to spooky season, so maybe this will, like, push us closer to, like, spooky Ooh. movies. This uh, will be our last movie before we do spooky season right oh is it let me check the calendar uh so yeah this next movie oh shit it it will be no no we will have one more oh okay no yes yes maybe When's spooky the... so i'm trying to think out so this these episodes come out on sunday so sunday this no, because this one will come out. Actually, yeah, it would, because we were going to Spooky Month. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, this is, like, basically jump-starting Spooky Month for us. Yeah. And we have uh, we have very special plans for the whole month of October. It's going to be uh, horror-specific spe- movies or scary-specific movies, but we are still trying to, like, plan out what movies exactly are going to be in our rotation. So, trying stay tuned for that. feel exactly stay tuned for that and if you like what you heard please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will see you guys next time see See ya Peace. peace out